Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 79, which we are recording on Thursday, January 8th, dun, 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 2015. 2015. <laughs> oh my goodness, I still, it's eight days into the new year and I'm still not used to well, of course not. The new date. How I many know. times have you actually said it? Said it. So. I don't think I've said it too many times. That's true. And yeah. I haven't written it very many times yeah. either. So it's the new year. Happy new year, everybody. Happy and new year. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And what are you wearing? I am wearing my boxy sweater. And it's beautiful. Oh, I just love this, love this, love this. Yeah. It is a sweater that was designed by Hohi Locatelli. And I knit this. Can you believe I knit this? Almost two years ago. Two? Oh, that's right, because you were casting on a second at last year's Stitches. Yeah, I looked it up because I knit this two years ago for our fall, Colors of Fall, knit along. That's right. 2013. Cognac, right? So it was July of 2013 when I knit this. Two of the colors were Carafe and Emerald. Which oh, are, carafe. Carafe, yeah. Okay. Which are in this colorway called William Morris. It's Tosh Marino Light. Tosh, yes, yeah. Tosh Marino Light yep. by Madeline Tosh. And the William it, William Morris colorway is mostly brown with the little hints of the emerald in it for the textile designer William Morris. So it's yeah, lovely. I love those pops. I do too. I, I just love this color, and actually, William Morris is one of my favorite textile designers from the arts and crafts movement. So, doubly so, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I actually, I even have a Morris chair. My knitting chair is oh, a really? Morris-inspired chair. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out before I leave. <laughs> How about you? What are you wearing? I'm wearing my coastal hoodie, which is a pattern by Tori Gubritz, and it is a little past the butt in length, and it's striped, and I knit this with Malintosh MCN, which is Merino Cashmere Nylon Blend Sport Weight Yarn, and mm-hmm. it's the perfect gale colors. If you know <laughs> Malintosh, it is charcoal, neon rose, Silver Fox and Window Pane. And sadly, Window Pane is not made anymore because it's like my perfect turquoisey blue. And the shirt I'm wearing underneath is striped, striped in the same, almost exactly Window Pane and then a different kind of gray. So so if you don't know Madeline Tosh colors, those colors are a light gray, a dark gray, a pop of pink, and a turquoise blue. It's almost like the most common stone turquoise color that you see oh that's true i never thought of it that way but it's true and this i I didn't even look when i knit it but i remember the first time i ever wore it was when you were at stanford so that was several years ago yeah yeah so and i remember because the first time i ever put it on i snagged it so (laughs) it was one of those like you've got to be kidding me and i don't know where the snag is now maybe i even fixed it yeah, I remember that vividly thinking, oh my gosh. <laughs> so this is my coastal hoodie, and I love this time of year because this is when I get to take it out. It just, it's snuggly and warm, and it is an investment in knitting time because similar to Laika, where you pick up so many stitches around the edge to knit the border, this is similar, but it's a folded over border. So you actually tack it down. And, but it's all the way around the entire sweater. I think even the hood. Yeah. So it's a massive amount of stockinette to go all the way around the perimeter of the entire sweater. Mm-hmm. But she did it really cleverly. She has like mitered corners that look really good. Yeah, and they do. Yeah. So it's a great knit, great pattern. I highly recommend it, but it is an investment in knitting time. Yes, but it's it so snugly <laughs> warm. And of course, I love the colors. So that was the Coastal Hoodie by Tori Gabritz. Nice. What have you been stocking since the new year? Oh, way too many things. And then I go back and forth. I pick something and I think that is the perfect match for this yarn. And then the next day I wake up and I think, what was I thinking? (laughs) That's not going to work. I want to knit pullovers. No, I want to knit cardigans. No, I want to knit pullovers. No, I want to knit a scarf. (laughs) Yeah, it's been very confusing, partially because of the weather. As soon as... January 1st hit it was like springtime around here all of a sudden and the temps started soaring we had mid 70s a string of days in the mid 70s 
And that was when I was thinking that there were two particular pullovers that I wanted to make, one of them On the Grass by Hohi Locatelli. It's been on my radar for a long time. The pattern was released in April of 2013. And then somebody else mentioned it in our knit-along thread yep. that they were thinking of knitting that. And so, of course, I looked at it and it's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to make that sweater too. So that one and Hohi's Seacoast pullover have been on my stocking list. And I think I mentioned Seacoast a couple weeks or a couple episodes ago. Yeah. But then, like I said, we had those few days of mid-70 temps and I'm thinking, what am I thinking? I'm <laughs> never going to wear a pullover again, which is, of course, Silly. completely wrong. But you start thinking and really cardigans are more versatile because I can wear a cardigan over a t-shirt even when it's warmer because our temperatures do fluctuate a lot from morning to evening even though the afternoon maybe mid-70s it'll still be cooler in the morning and evening so I was thinking oh maybe I only want to knit cardigans again (laughs) (laughs) so I'm really on the fence but I am stocking something specifically to make out of my neighborhood fiber company DK or sport weight yarn that I've had in stash for a little while. And I was thinking of trying on the grass with the purple sweater quantity that I have. I have purple quantity and I have a pink quantity. And I really want to make something with these yarns. I've had them in stash for almost a year now. And I keep putting off knitting with them because you want to find the perfect pattern, you know, know. and I want it. Is it a cardigan? Is it a pullover? So I'm going back and forth. But I really think it would make a beautiful on-the-grass pullover. It would. So if the weather would cooperate with me and not make me think I should only knit cardigans. Yeah, our weather is schizophrenic. (laughs) Yesterday, I went running in the morning at 7, and it was 30 degrees, at like 35 at one point, and then it was 50 by the time we were running, and then in the afternoon, I was in shorts and a tank top mm-hmm. because it was 70 degrees out. Yeah. And then by 5 o'clock, I had magnolia on. And then by <laughs> 6 o'clock, I had sweatpants on. And it was like the whole day went from layers down to nothing back up to layers. Yeah. So. We were talking, well, people were joking in the gym last night at my son's basketball game that we all looked like we were dressed for vacation or summertime Mm -hmm. because everybody was in shorts and and flip-flops which i know is horrible for all of you who are in like minus 50 degree weather with wind chill in certain parts of our country right now but that's ridiculous but yeah their their weather is it's you know they're used to having that kind of weather this time of year and we're used to having this kind of weather at times during this year sometimes we have cold january sometimes we have warm January. And we did have a cold snap. We had days where I don't think it got out of the 40s, which is still a lot warmer than a lot of you. So moving on from the weather. Still cold. (laughs) Yeah, for us. (laughs) So On the Grass by Hohi Locatelli, my main stocking sweater right now. The non-sweater stocking that I am doing is something called the Honey Stitch Cow, not to be confused with the Honey Cow. You're not going to do a Honey Cow? You're going to do a different one? Well, I happened to f- stumble across this one. I don't know how I stumbled across it. It's not a new pattern. It's new-ish. It was in August of 2014. But it's not a brand new pattern. And it is a free pattern. But it's called the Honey Stitch Cow. So if you search for Honey Cow... This one also comes up. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if that was a masterful naming convention or just an accident. But this one came up. It is a free pattern, not through Ravelry, but published on a magazine website. So if you like it, or check it out, and if you like it, you might want to copy it quickly because it, you never know. With magazines, oh, whether they're going to be around in a month or two or, or if the three, download or, link will or still if be the available. download link will still, yeah. or if the pattern, yes, will always be live. So take a look at it. It's a pattern written by Davina Choi. It takes 360 yards of 
Ooh, that's pretty. They say, yeah, it is pretty. And they say bulky white yarn, but I looked at a lot of the projects and actually there's oh, it's not really pretty. Yeah. There's not a lot of projects. There's only 36 projects as of today, but people have used yarns that aren't chunky yarns, not quite bulky. Looks like people even used a worsted weight yarn in a couple of them. So again, it's a cow. You can make it work with um, whatever you have because it's not like a garment that has to be fitted. But it's just a, a nice little cowl. It's got ribbing on the edges. It's knit lengthwise so it is seamed or I think the pattern directs you to three needle bind off the ends together. So it's knit lengthwise but it's got lengthwise ribbing on the sides and then a nice little diamond stitch pattern in the middle. I quite like it. The description calls it modern and classic. So. I would I would immediately put that into my queue. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, check it out. It's a free pattern. How about you? What are you stocking? Well, I've been doing more knitting than stocking, which is actually... A... That's good. Yeah, I <laughs> love that. I'm so excited about my projects that are on the needles right now. But there have been a couple things that have crossed my radar that I did take some time out to stock. The first one is Hackney Hops, which mm -hmm. is a very pretty fingering weight sweater that is part of the Fiber Spates Vivacious collection. Fiber Spates is a yarn company, and Vivacious is one of their fingering weight yarns. It's a four-ply fingering weight yarn, and all of the patterns in this collection use the yarn. And Hackney Hops is an oversized pullover that has, let's see if I can describe this. I won't be able to describe it very well, but it looks like it's knit in the round until there is a ribbing, a deep ribbing part of the sweater at the bottom and it's separated. So it's not connected at the, at the sides of your waist. So it's open. And of course you could knit it in the round and keep it closed, but I kind of liked that style. It looked unique and different and you could wear it over a layered t-shirt, but what I really like the pattern. A split V on the side. It's like it's a split V, but it's like very, a, very but deep. It's, very it's deep. several inches deep. It's goes from under, right under the bust line. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. So, so Charlene split, is already describing it better than I did. Split hem or just a split side Vs. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. I really like it. And wonderfully enough, shortly after the pattern came out, and I had noticed that the day it was released on Instagram, a lot of people were talking about it and reposting it. And I thought, oh, that's really pretty. I've got to go check that out on Ravelry. And then just a mere couple days later, the hostess of the Playful Day podcast, who is Green Triangle Girl on Ravelry, contacted me and said, are you interested in a copy of the ebook? And of course I was interested. Mm -hmm. So she gifted me a copy and we're going to get a copy for Charlene too. So that next episode, we can talk about all of the wonderful patterns. I think there are four sweaters, a couple of hats, a couple pairs of socks, and I'm not sure what else, but they're all very pretty. Hmm. And they also gave us a discount code. Oh, so we have a discount yeah. code for anyone who wants to purchase either a single pattern from the collection or the entire collection. And of course, it's very reasonably priced to buy the entire collection. 10 patterns rather, sorry, I think I said 11. And the coupon code is Yarniax, all in lowercase, followed by uppercase V15. And that's for 15% off of either single patterns or the collection until January 31st. So check out the Hackney Hops pattern, and we will be talking more about the patterns in that collection next episode. Yay. So yeah, it's very cool. And the other pattern I've been stocking is called the Louvre for the modern or the museum in Paris, of course. Mm -hmm. It's by a designer who I've been seeing a lot on Ravelry lately, Von Hinternstein. And this is a really pretty simple pullover that has a turtleneck, although I've seen it also without the turtleneck, and it's worsted weight, raglan shaping, and it has a very pretty simple lattice pattern on the front, and it's straight stockinette in the back, and it's just a little bit oversized. It's not as roomy, for example, as my Ease sweater is, but neither is it fitted. And I just really like the look of it. We were at the beach on New Year's Day, and I was taking a lot of pictures, and my daughter was looking through my pictures, and she said, 
why did you take a picture of a woman's butt? And I said, that's not because of the woman's butt. Look at the sweater she's wearing. So I was stealth snapping this woman's sweater. And it was a similar lattice pattern to this sweater, but it was all over. And it just looks so easy on her. It looks so stylish, but simple. And I really liked it. And then I think the very next day I saw the Louvre and I thought, oh, wow. Okay, there you go. That's like the knitting universe speaking to you, Mm -hmm. you know? So those are the two that I'm stocking right now. And again, it's Louvre by Von Von Hinternstein and Hackney Hops by Fiberspates. And I should have looked up the actual designer's name for Hackney Hops. I apologize. I didn't. But that's from the Vivacious Collection from Fiberspates. So fun stocking, minor stocking. And what have you been knitting? Well, I've finished several small projects that you'll hear about later. And I have been working only on one thing for the past few days, which is my campsite shawl by Alicia Plummer. Now, the campsite shawl, it was written by Alicia Plummer, but it's a free pattern that's published on a magazine website. So there's a link on Ravelry, but it's not housed on Ravelry. It's housed on the magazine website, and the magazine is called Pom Pom Quarterly. I think we might have stocked something from them before. I think we I have. I've liked several of the patterns in their collections. But I've never I've never seen the magazine in person. It but, looks like it's a neat little smaller magazine. I don't oh, think digest size? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. And I do want to get a copy of one of them. I think Celeste, Irish F, I think she found one that she oh. really liked on sale once and she loved all of the patterns oh, in it and raved about it. I'm, I'm really curious to know about their patterns and how their patterns are because this particular shawl I love the shawl I love the pattern I love or I love the way I love the look of it I love the way it's coming out but there are a lot of comments about errors in the pattern if you look at the project comments a lot 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 there's one chart has a box that goes around that you're supposed to repeat and it doesn't extend all the way up as far oh, no. as it should go. And it, it's an easy fix. And I looked at all the comments so I can figure it out and make it work. Um, one chart seems to be missing a a pattern repeat, which is a yarn over and an SSK or a knit two together. I can't remember which side it is. But one one chart has one on one side but then it doesn't have an equal one on the other side to keep it symmetrical which again it's easy to do you just throw it in if you happen to notice it or you've read about it and honestly in the big scheme of things if you look at the big shawl you would never notice one little yarn over missing you would never notice one missing so okay that's i can let that go but some people do want to make sure that everything is symmetrical i'm kind of that way yeah and then there is some things that are just oddly written on the pattern too for example it'll say follow charts one and two until you have x number of stitches instead of saying x do chart do do charts all the way through twice and then rows one to four okay i understand it'll just say count your 162 stitches and make sure oh. you have yeah <laughs> exactly which is kind of a drag so i kind of get the feeling that the pattern wasn't tech edited as okay. carefully as it could have been cuz i haven't been able to find an errata online for it and since the pattern is only online there wouldn't necessarily need to be an errata. You could just, just fix it. Fix it, you would think. Right. So I'm really curious th- to know if anybody has knit anything from Pom Pom Magazine. Is this indicative of the way oh, their published patterns are? Did I'm you contact curious. them and ask them no, about the errors? Oh. No, I haven't because there are lots of comments in Ravelry. On, on Ravelry okay. where lots of comments where people have said things about the pattern and I well, that's unfortunate can, yeah you can go there and read them it's not I don't need to go through all that but despite all that I'm really having fun with the pattern they they are small 
small mistakes, I would say, small things that are easy to fix for someone who's an experienced chart right. reader. That's what I was just thinking. If someone were to come to it as a first project, it would be problematic. So that's that's all I can say. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're loving yours. The color and the yarn are I, exquisite. I'm loving it. It is the yarn that I am using is the Western Sky Knits BFL Silk Blend. It is a, I want to say, oh, here's the label. It is 55, 5545 BFL Silk. And it is 232 yards of skein. And it's in this wonderful, yummy color that I'm not sure what it's called. I posted it on Instagram one day. It's a somewhat lavender-leaning gray. Gail and I were laughing because... In some lights, it looks more lavender, and in some light, it looks more gray. Okay, but tell so. everybody what you said when you first received and opened the yarn. Oh, when I first received it, in the light I was looking at it, it looked, I would have, I called it a lavender-leaning gray. But you also called it your... Oh, my perfect color. My perfect color. Because <laughs> as an aside here, Kim has this amazing knack of dyeing yarns that are exactly the colors that Charlene and I love. So she's only spent a limited number of hours with us in real life, yet she knows us well enough. And she left a comment on Instagram the other day that she's already scheming on the the right color of pink to dye this year to bring to stitches. So. Oh, nice. Awesome. I love it, Kim. You're wonderful. Yeah. So yes, she said, it's my perfect color. Yeah, it is. And I was telling Gail that I think I'm going to get a sweater's quantity of this color. I'm not sure what base yet, but it's just a wonderful color. It's really pretty. <laughs> and of course, with this particular base, almost 50% silk, it's shiny. Yeah, it's I lovely. Love shiny. Absolutely lovely. So that's the yarn. Back to the shawl. I really am loving the shawl. I really enjoy... I'm enjoying knitting it. The yarn just feels wonderful. Oh, did we mention it's DK weight yarn? Oh, I'm so not the, sure if I did. The, the shawl is going to be a large shawl. It's going to be a yeah. very large shawl. According to the pattern, I believe it was over 500 yards that was needed. Yeah, they say 700 yards is needed for this shawl. So it's going to be very large if I knit the whole thing. I'm going to see how large it's getting I have enough yarn to make the pattern as written and Kim's using this as a booth sample right it will be a stitches yeah so Kim's you wouldn't booth, necessarily yeah. want it to be enormous because then it would take up too much real estate well you could it's a shawl that's a shawl yeah drink. you can bunch it up yeah. and do all sorts of things <laughs> through yeah I was picturing it all spread out in its glory it's full wingspan mm, they could do that too yep. but like you said real estate is yeah, always exactly. at a premium so yeah but I, I love it. I'm having fun with it. And is that your self-indulgent knit? That's my first, yeah. Yes. Hopefully Yay! there will be others, but that's the first one that I cast on at the beginning of the year, January 1st. January 1st cast on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the only thing I've been working on, aside from swatching. Cool. At so least for the past couple of days. I've finished something. That's things. right. That's right. You so did. there will be more right. in that section. So how about you? What do you have on the needles? Currently in my hands is my Traveler tunic, which is the tunic designed by Hohi Locatelli, which I was my first self-indulgent knit that I cast on on January 1st. And I love it. It is top-down yoke construction. So you cast on a certain number of stitches, and then there are specific increase rounds. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's a cabled yoke. So the cables start at your neck and extend in a ray, sun ray type of fashion down. Mm -hmm. And I am a couple inches past the split for the sleeves. And I just love this yarn and this pattern. I'm to the point now where after you finish the yoke and separate for the sleeves, you're pretty much in stockinette knitting mode forever mm -hmm. and ever and ever. And there are occasional increases because it is an A-line shape. So I will just be using this as my mindless knitting, mm -hmm. which I can do while podcasting. So my mm -hmm. goal was, okay, get the traveler tunic, 
to a certain point where it's mindless knitting and then cast on self-indulgent knit two. But before I move on to self-indulgent knit two, the yarn I'm using is Tracy Two Sport, which is by Imperial Stock Ranch. And it is similar to their Erin base, but sport weight. And I love it. It is so light and lofty. It's going to be a tunic that doesn't weigh down your body at all. It's just going to be warm and toasty and spectacular. So the yarn colorway I'm using is called Rain, and it's just a very simple, beautiful gray. Mm -hmm. The only thing about the yarn that I find while I'm knitting it, it's so cushy and wonderful in my hands. I just love the feel of it, but there's no depth to it. So it is a solid color, and mm -hmm. I so seldomly knit with solids anymore that I do find that I want a visual distraction. So picking up another project to knit or something helps because again, it's a very solid, I mean, it'll be beautiful to wear mm -hmm. and the, the yarn yeah. is amazing, but it is a very flat color. So yeah. anyway, love the yarn. I can't wait to probably acquire more of that because it's sport weight yarn. So it's much more wearable for our climate than right. the Erin. So I'm mm -hmm. glad that I cast this on and fell in love with the yarn. <laughs> So self-indulgent knit number two, I cast on the Angry Sheep cardigan finally, which oh, is yeah. a pattern by Anne, and I just forgot your last name, my apologies, but on Ravelry, she is Pinaguri, and she has tons of amazing color work patterns, and she is volunteering to donate some of her patterns as self-indulgent knit-along prizes. So nice. she said that she was very happy that we had mentioned the sweater on the podcast and she had had renewed interest in it. So I thought that was really cool. And I cast mine on two days ago and I'm using two different beautiful yarns from Indie Dyers. And this is yarn I've had in stash for a long time. The first is from Canon Hand Eye and it's her Charles Sock Base in the Carson colorway. That's Downton Abbey inspired Carson, the character on the show. And it's a dark, highly variegated yet tonal gray so it's all the ranges of gray from light to dark i mean almost to black and the second contrast color i'm using is from unwind yarn company it's dana's journey sock base in the bogan via colorway and it is just as variegated in the pinks so it goes from a light pink to the deepest most beautiful pink every time i get to this one color of pink i gasp I mean, they're all beautiful, but there's one in there that's a total me color. Right. <laughs> and so these two colors are working so beautifully together. Nice. It will have so much depth, the sweater will, because there's nothing solid about it. I mean, the the variegation in the yarns, I can't even call them semi-solid because they both range in color so drastically. Wow. They're really, really pretty. Wow. So I got that one up to where I start the color work pattern, which is little sheep all around the yoke. Oh, this also is a top-down yoke sweater. But this one is knit in the round, and I'm going to stick it. So, mm. yeah, this is two years ago for the self-indulgent knit. I did Coquette. Not Coquette. That was the colorway I used. I did Oranya, and mm -hmm. that was my first steak ever. So this will be the second steak ever. And... I'm knitting along with Carol, who's CDN Carol, and she and I knit along for Oranya too. <laughs> so, oh, wow. yeah, she and I are the color you work, sticking. Yep. <laughs> so, I'm really, really delighted with how that one is turning out as well. So, and that one's a fingering weight sweater. So, it will, you know, take a little longer to knit because of the lighter weight yarn, but just loving those two colors working together. And on a side note, the stash down challenge that was started in our thread. It's a knit along challenge that was started by Robbie, who is photo knit gal. And Robbie, thank you so <laughs> much. You are fabulous. It's been so much fun. There have been a lot of people who have joined in. And the idea is to set yourself some goals around this idea. Love the yarn you have. So we're not thinking yarn diet. We're not thinking strict stash down. We're thinking we have so many beautiful yarns in our stash. Let's knit these yarns that we bought because we fell in love with them. Yeah. And instead of acquiring more and more and feeling the weight of the stash guilt weighing you down, love the yarn you have. So if you haven't checked out the thread, please come check it out. Totally inspired and started by Robbie. I'm kind of just there to participate. 
Robbie is going to be knitting some knitting, sorry, sewing some project bags as prizes. I know a couple other people have volunteered things and I volunteered a Ravelry pattern download. We're trying not to give away yarn as a prize. <laughs> it seems counter to the production to the the point of it all. But both of these projects use deep stash, my traveler tunic and my angry sheep cardigan. And that was one of my goals for Q1. We're doing this quarterly. One of my goals was to knit two sweater quantities out of my deep stash. And it just feels so rewarding for these yarns that I've looked at for so long that I've wanted to knit with for yeah. so long. And now they're on the needles and I'm working with them That's and they're great. in my hands and I'm loving them. And it's just a really rewarding feeling. So if you're interested in the Stash Down Challenge, please go check it out. Again, thank you to Robbie. And it's no pressure whatsoever. We're just encouraging each other. And your goals can be as simple as... Some people have said something simple like knit from stash and others have gone very extreme to, I will not buy yarn, etc. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm not going cold cheap or anything. And I will continue to buy yarn for different reasons, but you can set your own goals yeah. and there's no pressure and it's nice. just, you know, love the yarn you have. Nice. I, I love that it is a yarniac group inspired and started knit along. That was the coolest part about it. <laughs> yes. I honestly Charlene texted me one morning when the when this all started. I think it was shortly before the January 1st cast on and she said, "Wow, did you know that someone started this knit along?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah, isn't it great?" <laughs> Everybody was just all anxious, you're not anxious, but excited to be going yeah. and starting this and yeah. setting their goals. You know, it was it's kind of really around neat. the New Year's, a lot of people set goals for their for the new year, mm -hmm. and it was just in the spirit of that, and it's been really delightful. So thank yes. you, Robbie, and thank you, everybody who's participating. Just like everything about our group, it's such a supportive and wonderful community. We've had a lot of comments like that in our group lately yes, from people have. saying, thank you so much for this great community. It's one of my favorite places on Ravelry. That makes my heart like grow three sizes when I read yes, things like me that. Too. It makes that's, me so happy. That's why I was so happy that the whole thing was group and listener started and yeah. inspired because it's like, oh, we're all friends and we exactly. can do this together. We can we can go out and play with our yarn together. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's I so it. awesome. <laughs> Completely awesome. I love it. So that's what I'm knitting and the stash down challenge all encapsulated. So what have you finished? You said you've finished lots of things. I've finished quite a few things. I have finished several hats, the first of which is called Scarlet by Marin Collins. It is a free Ravelry download pattern. Never heard of Very it. basic pattern with a garter stitch uh, ribbing, garter stitch band that goes around your forehead, and then a stockinette top to the cap. And in the pattern, it is decorated with fancy buttons. You get some little decorative buttons to add on to the garter stitch edge for just a little feminine touch. <laughs> so I liked that one. I didn't put buttons on mine. I don't know if I will or not. We'll see. It depends who it goes to. Yeah, of course, I know the feeling. Because I knit mine in a dark brown Jacob wool, and oh. it looks a little manly. So <laughs> was that the yarn from that was Kathy? the yarn from insouciant fibers. Yeah, that that was a gift to me. And right now and maybe if I add some buttons on it, I can get it to look a little bit more feminine. But I didn't consider that it would look very manly when I started that. But oh. it's not down thing. It's not a down quality for it to or a bad quality, I should say. To have it look manly so <laughs> it's probably the warmest thing ever isn't it, it probably is yeah. so that was the first hat i finished the second one is called steinway hat by heidi robinson that one is a basic mistake rib pattern hat the rib pattern is the whole pattern all the way up to the top of the hat that one is an aaron weight i knit it in leftover leftover cascade 220 scraps so mine is in a couple of colors that i had left over that one is also a free ravelry download and i think my version of that hat is ultimately going to be a charity hat 
or giveaway. I, I mm-hmm. haven't decided yet. Both hats are in my stash box right now. I haven't decided what I'm going to do with them. Is it Cascade 220 Superwash or non-Superwash? It's non-Superwash. Okay. And then the third thing that I finished is the Easy Fingerless Mitts by Roxanne Richardson that Yay! Gail had mentioned several <laughs> episodes ago. And you'd mentioned that over the course of a couple episodes. Yeah. Because didn't you knit a couple pairs? I knit four pairs. I gave two of them to neighbors, our neighbors across the street for Christmas, and they loved them. That's great. And I gave gave the other pair with the matching hat to our mail carrier oh nice. she was over oh, the moon how sweet. it was fantastic absolutely <laughs> that's fantastic great. that's great it is a really as the name implies a very easy pattern it's knit flat you cast on the number of stitches for the length of the pattern knit across and then seam it together i cut out i cast on only 25 stitches i can't remember the pattern might be 35 stitches for a worsted weight yarn and I made them for my son he wanted short mitts and they came out perfect he was very happy with them he wore them during our winter break awesome yeah he loved them so again easy fingerless mitts by Roxanne Richardson I'll have to interrupt you for a Mm -hmm. Max story it was so cute so knitting in the traveler tunic on the couch the other day while Max and I are watching television and he's doing the knitting motion with his hands. Mm-hmm. And I look at him and he said, can I knit some stitches on that? And I said, <laughs> sure. I handed him my project and he started knitting. He just said, I've been watching you and it looked really easy and I wanted to try it. It was fantastic. Now he wants oh, to funny. knit himself a hat, like nice. his penguin hat. And I said, well, I hate to tell you, but that's crochet. <laughs> Poor guy. So that was fun. Nice. So back to your finished objects. Oh, and then another hat. I forgot to mention this earlier. I should put put all the hats together. This one is another free pattern available through Ravelry. It's called Bankhead by Susie Gowerlay. And this one was recommended by someone in our group, yeah, Irish Celeste. F. Celeste. And I, I knit mine. She knit several for Christmas. She knit gifts. several. Yeah. And actually, she has a great picture. That the family picture? Yeah, yeah. I think she's changed her avatar to that picture temporarily too and so it's great is it her i think she did i can't remember she i saw several, the picture and she won one of the indie gift along prizes oh that's she knit right. a ton of helen yeah. stewart and helen stewart congratulations helen she was the <laughs> designer who had the most patterns and projects knit oh, for the wow. indie gift along and yeah celeste won a skein of like 600 yard skein of gradient Yarn. So it was congratulations. Nice yarn, yeah, really nice yeah. yarn. Yeah. So that hat, let's see. I had intended. It's Did a, you enjoy it's knitting basic, that? Yeah. Basic ribbing, two kinds of ribbing, one a smaller ribbing on the brim, and then it goes to a wider ribbing across the, the top of the hat. It was really easy. I found, I, I thought, I didn't sit down and do the math, but there might have been a, a slight miscount on the pattern for one of the decrease rows, but it's way at the top of the hat. I think it's the third from the bind off or third from when you finish the top of the hat. So you're decreasing, decreasing. And I think one of them was a stitch off, but by the time you're so close to finishing, you know what you need to do to make it work. Cool. (laughs) So it, it was very easy. You just kind of, get to the end of the row and you think, huh, that didn't work out, but I'll just do this instead and that works kind of thing. So that was a fun, easy pattern. I know Celeste said that this is probably going to be one of her go-to patterns for hats. And I think it's a good pattern that you can do for the, use for a go-to pattern because it can be, it, it looks good on women or men, it can be masculine or feminine. It, just very basic. Easy yeah, hat. I want to cast one of those on pretty soon, starting my charity knit yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then the last, or the, no, next thing, I crocheted a little tape measure cover. And it was That adorable. was a, a Christmas gift for someone. And I crocheted around the cover. And then I used a pattern called Little Flowers with Leaves by Mimi Alellis. And I took her little flowers and I stitched those little flowers to the top of the tape measure 
cover. So it was two projects in one, really. Because <laughs> the tape embellishments. measure, yes, embellishments. That's the word I was looking for. the The flower pattern is the embellishments. I ended up not using a pattern for the crochet around the tape measure cover because I started following a pattern, and I don't know what I did wrong. Maybe I'm not gauging properly with crochet, but it would have been way too large. Oh. So I ripped it out and did it just a way that I know to make flat circles, and that worked out fine, and I just made it to size. I, awesome. I seem to freestyle with, with you crochet a lot. So, so fast. And then the last thing, which is something I've been working on for a couple of episodes you've been hearing about, is the burdock cardigan. So that was kind of my big finish. I've been working on that in the neighborhood fiber company studio worsted it ultimately took 1132 yards of the yarn i am knitting it in the lovely palisades blue it's a worsted weight and it's got a wonderful stitch pattern that's somewhat of an open stitch pattern it's a, a wrap and an open pattern i want to say the pat um it's an open cardigan with hem Hemmed and hemmed edges. <laughs> Excuse me, folded I couldn't say that. Hem. Folded over hemmed edges and folded over hem button band, or what would be the button band. It's an open cardigan, so there aren't buttons, although you could add them if you wanted. I did not. I may end up using some kind of a closure because I did make mine, I modified mine a little bit to be a little bit longer than it was written on the pattern, which is what, if you read, project notes a lot of people did so mine I had yarn so mine is a little bit longer and my sleeves are a little bit longer too because I wanted the pattern as written yielded almost just a little past elbow length probably about like this how my boxy sleeve is which ends mid lower arm between my wrist and elbow and I wanted I made mine a little bit longer and I love it. It's beautiful. It's absolutely it's really, beautiful. really pretty. The yarn is just fantastic. The pattern was originally written for a different yarn, but also the sample was made in a tonal yarn. And so this yarn substituted perfectly. And the yarn is an absolute dream to work with. <laughs> oh, it is so fantastic. This base. I just love it. That's absolutely good because I want to cast on with my... Rock Creek Park, mm. that base, yeah. that green, that beautiful yeah. green. I just love it. So I'll stop saying that and ask you, what have you finished? So I have also finished some smaller projects. One of my stash down, that's not what we're calling it, love your yarn challenge goals for the first quarter of the year was to use up some of the bits of stash that are in my Ravelry stash that weren't whole skeins that mm -hmm. have been kind of hanging around. So one of the collections was the Sincere Sheep Equity Sport Base. I had two different shades of gray and a purple, which I used to knit the Spiral Hat, which is a free pattern on Ravelry by Laura Kolarik. And it's a great, simple, easy hat. It was very easy to knit. I used up almost every last bit of that yarn, nice. which was a great accomplishment. And the hat will be a fantastic gift. The next little bit of stash that I wanted to get rid of was my Patton's Classic Wool Merino. I had gray, pink, and cream. That is a fantastic felting yarn. I've used it for several different felted projects, and I really, really like it. And because I like to felt with it, I knit the Textured Felted Gift Bags, another free pattern by Snowden Becker. And these are fantastic little bags. You start from the top, you knit a few rows in stockinette, then you start the textured portion and then you do mitered decreases to get a flat square bottom. Mm -hmm. And you pull the center of all four sides together at the top to close it. And they're super, super, super cute. So I knit one in pink and cream and the other one in green, green, gray, pink and cream. And I really, really like the pattern. I highly recommend it. It's a fun knit, it's a fast knit, and it's great if you have bits of felted yarn, felt a bull yarn in your scraps that you want to use up. So those were really fun. The other thing I finished was my Yowza Way It Shawl. This is number two. That's a pattern by Susan B. Anderson. It's available for purchase on Ravelry. 
And this one I knit in Miss Bab's Yummy Fingering 2-ply in the Perfectly Reckless colorway. And it's beautiful. The colors are so, so pretty. Mm. And this is probably going to be one of my go-to patterns for single skeins in my stash because the way Susan wrote the pattern, it's all by percentages. So you knit this portion of the shawl, this percentage of your yarn, then you switch to this portion of the shawl until you have this percentage left and then you bind off. So you can use literally almost every single bit of yarn. Mm -hmm. So it's a very fantastic way to use up a single skein and it's garter stitch until the ruffle is it garter stitch yeah it is garter stitch because it's super cuddly and soft so yeah there's not a single pearl pearl stitch in the entire pattern and mm -hmm. it's the perfect size in fingering for us in our climate mm -hmm. and it plays well with variegated yarns so if you have that random skein in your stash that you're not quite sure what to do with right. this is a really good pattern for that in my opinion nice. i love the way it looks and drum roll the other thing i finished was my dad's sweater Yay! yeah it was not done by christmas but it was done by new year's day i had my parents over for dinner on new year's day and my dad i had him try on the sweater and he loved how it fit it was exactly the fit he wanted and when he put it on he said oh i really like this he was wiggling his shoulders around he said oh i really like how this feels it's not too heavy and it's not too light oh this is great oh this is exactly how i wanted it to fit it's one of those moments as a knitter where you're like i win <laughs> yes. I, he, I, he loves it oh my gosh i win so it was a huge knitting success and i still haven't installed the zipper because it hasn't arrived yet but when it arrives, it will get installed. I was hoping to be able to give it to him today. They're coming over for dinner again today, but alas, no zipper. Yeah. And I'm just really excited. He really likes it. The only part of it that I'm not thrilled with was the way I seamed in the sleeves. So at the sleeve cap, they don't look perfect. And I'm, of course, hypercritical of myself. Right. <laughs> but I think because I blocked each individual piece before I seamed, I'm going to block it all again now that I've seamed it, and I think that will help alleviate some of the spots that I just don't really like. It, it's hard to seam together vertical with horizontal knit. Yes, you know, it's that's more challenging. Yeah, definitely. And those are the parts where I'm not really happy with how it looks. Mm -hmm. So huge win, huge success. I'll let you know when I get the zipper installed, and hopefully he'll love it just as much as the zipper. It was funny. I knit I cord edging for the where the button bands would be because I thought he had said he wanted a zipper. And then he said, oh, well, you could do buttons or my husband said it or something. And I said, well, that's kind of a one-way ticket because if you want buttons, I'm going to have to take off the neckband and then take out the front edges and then stitch on. And my dad said, oh, no, 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 It sounds like too much work already. I like it just the way it is. So he was very sweet and I'm not going to have to review that. But yeah, that was a huge happy success and what a way to wrap up the knitting for 2014 definitely you know, it was fantastic because yeah, that was a big project for you <clears throat> it was and it was a lot of black knitting like marathon knitting mm -hmm. right there at the end of the year yeah you were brushing i really was i was cranking it out and it was so cute he and my mom both were looking at it they're like your stitches are perfect how do you do that and it was just so sweet and gratifying and I did take some pictures of him wearing it, but a black sweater is so ridiculously hard to take pictures of. So I can't predict when I will have pictures that are worthy of being shared with the world, but okay. someday I'll get him when the zipper's <laughs> in, I'll get him out in the sun. Get him and in I'll, the bright sunlight. Yeah, yes. because indoor pictures were just awful. They were atrocious. I was yeah. not going to share my sweater <laughs> with those kind of pictures. It made me look horrible as a knitter. So yay for the end of 2014 Absolutely. knitting. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. That. It was fantastic. <laughs> now, we wanted to do a check-in for the yeah. self-indulgent knit along. And it felt so good. I had to weave in some ends on my dad's sweater New Year's Day, but it was finished. And that meant that I could cast on for the self-indulgent knit along with this open heart of, oh, my knitting yes. <laughs> is in a perfect place. I can start anything I want. It was a perfect way to start self-indulgent knitting. I That's why I have so many little projects right now because I finished my burdock cardigan 
between Christmas and New Year's and I didn't want to start something big. I wanted to save my big cast yep. on for January 1st. So that's how I happened to get so many little hats and little things done because I wasn't working on anything else major. And Same I with did me. the little things because I was waiting for that January 1 Exactly, <laughs> yeah, because I had done the little stash busting things between black knitting. Mm -hmm. You know, I needed a yes. break for my eyes. or yes. Well, the thing that actually took a long time that hurt my eyes was the seaming. It's very difficult to seam black. Yeah. So I had to get it in just the right time of day where there was sun and I could see very clearly. Mm -hmm. And then my eyes would hurt and I'd say, think, oh, That's I want to knit. So then those little projects exactly yeah. filled it in perfectly. Mm -hmm. So self-indulgent knit-along, there are so far at least 85 people who are self-indulgently knitting along with us, which is so fantastic. It is so fun because we should tell you a little history. Oh, or that's not a good history, idea. Not, but just knit-alongs. Gail and I have really different feelings towards <laughs> knit-alongs. I'm the pro, I'm, she's the con. Well, I don't know if I'd call it con, but before Ravelry... People used to host knit-alongs or participate in knit-alongs through their blogs. And you would have a list of participants of folks who were participating in a certain knit-along. And you would go around, go through your list, and you'd visit all the folks who were knitting this particular project. You could comment on blogs, but there wasn't as much back-and-forth discussion as on Ravelry. And it certainly wasn't with the ease of Ravelry. Right. And if you commented on someone's blog, they might comment back to you, but not everybody would get a chance to read the responses the way that you can share on Ravelry. So with Ravelry, it makes knit-alongs probably more fun because you get to have more participation. My issue with knit-alongs is just that uh, the way I always say it is then it almost feels like obligation knitting and just by virtue of it being obligation knitting I just don't want to knit whatever <laughs> it is and so I've always struggled with knit-alongs because most of the time I I go in with high hopes and fail miserably because the next thing that comes along shiny and new I want to knit that because it's not part of the knit-along yeah <laughs> And Gail loves knit-alongs. Yeah, I, for me, the support and the camaraderie and the, hey, look, we're all knitting the same thing and let's see how yours is going. And for me, that's just inspirational and it drives me to want to finish and it doesn't feel like obligation knitting to me. So it just feels just like a group effort. Yeah, and I actually, like a team. I really love the discussion and the group sharing. I love all that. So it's it's not that it's a dreary task for me to participate. I, I do enjoy it. I just, I have a hard time associating my knitting with completion dates. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing. I, I'm not one of those people that needs to have a specific knit along to either do or not do this because... My knitting is my thing. I, I knit gifts if I want to. I don't if I don't want to. I knit a particular sweater if I want to. I don't if I yeah. don't want to. Well, isn't that why historically most of our knit-alongs are so open-ended? Yes. <laughs> our knit-alongs last a long time. We yes. don't have very many of them throughout the year. And they're pretty open-ended. You know, we don't have a lot of requirements for a knit-along. Right. You can pretty much knit whatever you and want as long as it's the right color or... You know, and right. the colors are, there are a lot of colors to choose from, yes. and as long as it has that color represented, and so I and, think... And that's kind of, yes, by design for a knitter like me. Yes. Because <laughs> we can have the camaraderie and the sharing that will help knitters like Gail, who really, it helps, it spurs them on to finish a project, and then the open-endedness suits knitters like me, exactly. who don't want a deadline. Yes. <laughs> And for this knit-along in particular, which this is the third year we've done it, right? I think so. The I think so. The idea of self-indulgence being anything that makes you happy, yes. any yarn, any project, it makes it so open-ended that you could knit 
a cozy for your mm -hmm. coffee mug and yay you, you did it. Or you could knit a sweater. It doesn't matter right. as long as you're enjoying it and it doesn't even have to be for you. Yeah. You know, no, some people get self, more joy from gifts. Self-indulgent is also gift knitting for yeah, some folks. Exactly. Because it certainly is when the things that I give away for Christmas time, I love giving knitted gifts. Me too. So it's very fulfilling for me to knit something that I know will either be loved by someone else or in the case of charity knitting will hopefully bring a smile to somebody that I don't know. Space. Exactly. Yep. I love it. So like I said, at least 85 people are already participating and it's only January 8th. So as long as you didn't cast on before January 1st, join in. And like we said, it doesn't matter what it is as long as you're happy knitting it. And we still don't have an end date because oh, we're slackers. <laughs> that will continue through the, I think we said the spring solstice. So that's approximately March 20th or 21st. Okay, so we have still almost two and a half months to knit whatever makes you happy. So lots of prizes already. Shasta from Shasta Daisy Yarns has already donated a couple skeins of yarn. Robbie, who is Photo Knit Gal, she is going to donate some Miss Babs Kilimanjaro that is beautiful. We already have pattern donations from Estella Haynes and from Anne, who is Pinaguri, and we are getting contacted fairly regularly from other people with donations, so fantastic! Yes. And we'll be at Stitches in February, so in about five weeks, and we will, I'm sure, have prizes that we receive at stitches so mm -hmm. there will be lots and lots of prizes which makes your chances of winning excellent and because i'm such a knit along lover i also wanted to say double dipping triple dipping totally acceptable if you want to submit the same thing you're knitting to a thousand other knit alongs we don't care good <laughs> no. for you and some of the knit alongs you may be interested in joining just one more row, Dana and Brittany have the Clean Slate Challenge Knit Along happening right now, which is designed to get you to use either older yarn and or finish works in progress. Let's see, Double Knit is going to have a knit along starting soon. They haven't decided exactly what the theme is, but theirs are usually pretty open-ended too. And Stash and Burn is having their 15 hats in 2015. So for those of you who are hat knitters, there are going to be prizes, and I've already knit a couple. I've already knit a couple of hats for that, and those are just some. I caught up on podcasts when I drove into the office this week. <laughs> so just some fun ones that are happening, and I don't know. It's just a camaraderie, not just in our group, but in a lot of other groups, and it's fun because we have a lot of listeners who listen to the same group of podcasts that I do. Yes. <laughs> so you see the same people like Robbie's and a lot of the other ones yeah. and um, Laura Knits PA and just certain people That's are like, oh, look, there they are again, yes. you know, yay. <laughs> Shelly, who's Ms. Knits, she's in a lot. And it's just super fun to be in that other groups fun. and communicate with people there too and, you know, share the love everywhere. So if you haven't started in, please join in. We have a chatter thread and I should probably start an FO thread because knowing... Oh, somebody else. Somebody's already finished. done. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So I'll start an FO thread. So we have the self-indulgent knit along happening. We have the love your own, or sorry, love the yarn you own stash challenge knit along going. And we have the advent calendar slash stocking slash ornament <laughs> knit along going. That has grown. It's so cool. I just said, I'm going to knit an advent calendar for 2015. Who wants to play? Several people have said, I want to do that, but I only want to knit ornaments, or I want to do that, but I want to knit stockings for my family. I don't care what you knit. If it's for Christmas 2015, come on and join along. And Nicole from Stash and Burn put a comment in saying, this is a great reason to start a bundle, Gail. So if you haven't heard about this on Ravelry, it's a new feature where designers or group moderators can start a bundle of patterns. So on our Yarniacs Ravelry homepage, you'll see on the upper right-hand corner, Advent whatever 2015 bundle. That's where I'm putting all of the different patterns people recommend for stockings, ornaments, etc. So you can click on the bundle and you can see all of the different thumbnail pictures of the patterns and you can link to go straight to the pattern. It's really cool. Great. 
Yeah, it's really nice. So I'm also doing that in the first post of the thread, mm -hmm. but it's an easier way to navigate there if you're looking for something easy like that. And I am adding to that regularly. So nice. yeah, it's a super fun little knit along that we're doing. And for those of you who are participated, we did a Hitofu Day, just spontaneous knit along last year where I was knitting Hitofu Day and I said, who wants to knit along? We had 22 finished Hitofu Day sweaters. Wow. Amazing. Nice. And we still have five people who have a works in progress Hitofu Day mm -hmm. on the needles. So I'm super excited. That's amazing. All the same sweater. I know. And we had some some people tipping the balance. Inez, who is Edler007, she knit she five. Knits, yes. <laughs> and she's knitting more right now. Wow. She has two more on the needles right now. So wow. stunning sweaters. And then Amy, who is Amyo Yokohama, she knit three. So right. yeah, she knit yeah. three of them. So amazing. And what I did, <clears throat> excuse me, all by myself, I decided... It's the end of the year. We're going to reward some people for knitting Hitofu Days just because it was such a fun group. So I did a random number generator. And no surprise, the first winner was Inez because she had <laughs> five out of the 22. And I'm going to give her two skeins of Ito Kinu that's in my stash. It's 100% silk in the azalea colorway, which is totally a color that Inez and I love. Nice. And it's lace weight. And both yards combined, or skeins combined, 290, or sorry, let me start again. Two skeins combined is 928 yards. Wow. So enough to knit a very nice shawl or even another Hitofu A lace work. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And then the second winner was Zoe, who is Espresso Bean. And she's a frequent commenter in all of our threads. And she gets a skein of Spirit Trail Holda which is a DK weight yarn that's a wool angora cashmere blend. It's in a beautiful pink, and that's a 295-yard skein, so that'll give you enough to knit something really cool. So thank you, everybody, who knit along with the Hitofu Day. It was very fun, and I will get those prizes in the mail once you contact me. I have your address, Inez, so I'll get yours out soon. But Zoe, please contact me, and there's the cheerleader of all knit-alongs. <laughs> that was a lot of knit-alongs wrapping up there. So that was episode 79. Next episode is our podcast anniversary oh, episode. We're pretty excited. Yeah. It'll be the beginning of four years of podcasting. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. So before we go, I want to add, I looked it up. The spring equinox this year is right before, shortly before midnight, on March 20th. So our official end date for the knit along will say March 21st. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And and I'll remember that this time. Instead of last <laughs> time, I blew it on the end date. Stitches West, Gail mentioned that earlier, is in February, Stitches West 2015. Gail and I will be there and we will be in the hotel bar which is connected to the convention center the afternoon of saturday along with the two knitlet chicks and a bunch of other yarniac listeners and two knitlet chick listeners and several and other podcasters. several other yeah. podcast listeners and podcast Recorders, podcasters right. <laughs> will be there so please join us on the saturday afternoon if you can it would be wonderful to see you and hashtags, we've started oh, right. using the Yarniac, hashtag Yarniacs for any project or any yarn or any photo that you would like to share with Yarniacs listeners, because it's really fun on Instagram to just click on the Yarniacs hashtag, and then you can see tons of folks who have posted things uh, for other Yarniacs listeners to see. I love that. I do too. <laughs> it for, makes me very happy. <laughs> yes, for our self-indulgent knit along please use hashtag s-i-k-a-l 2015 for self-indulgent knit along 2015 and again it makes us really happy when we look for a hashtag and see pretty pictures yes <laughs> if you Gail would use I the hashtag we would love to it. look at pretty pictures yes i have limited my instagram time though because i was finding it to be quite a time sink so I don't always see all the pictures anymore. So having the hashtag means that I will be able to see yeah, it if it's no exactly. longer in my scrolling list. Ex exactly. I've been so busy this week that I've missed whole entire 
half days exactly because you can't go back after a certain amount of time so the hashtag helps folks who aren't on instagram every day or at least twice a day i don't know how far back you can go it helps those of us who have may have missed something find your pictures exactly otherwise so hashtags use them they're very useful and okay. with that, I thank think you we're so done. much for listening. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy and New next Year. episode, podcast anniversary. Yes. Oh, and Boo just showed up at the door. Sorry, and Boo. You're a moment too late. <laughs> and happy Thanks, knitting. everyone. <laughs> bye bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.